private players to make adjustments, to kind of redefine the market, to introduce new concepts and new ideas. Um, but if it gets to a certain scale, the government is perfectly happy to step in and say, look, you can't do things that way anymore. There's too much risk to the system. And that's what's happening here. So I think, you know, Ant is going to survive. They're going to have to modify their, their business model, and they're going to have to assume more risk of their own. But I think they're still going to be a very successful company. It's just going to be with a, a different business model going forward. Ben, thanks very much indeed. Have a great day. That's Ben Cavender, who's principal at the China Market Research Group. You're listening to Money Talk on RTHK Radio 3. In the markets in Australia, the SX200 slipping about 0.2% down in Australia. The Nikkei 225 in Japan off about a third of a percent. The Cosby in South Korea is down half a percent. does look like we'll see a bit of a rebound in the Hang Seng at the open, maybe 120, 130 points or so at the open. In the commodities markets, uh, gold slipping a little bit at $1,727 an ounce, but uh, oil is looking very firm once again, $69.50 a barrel. That's it from me. Stay tuned for Back Chat with Hugh Chiverton and Mike Rouse coming up in just one moment after the news. The weather forecast, mainly cloudy, sunny periods during the day. Maximum temperature is going to be about 24 degrees. And then sunny periods tomorrow, warm and humid in the middle and latter parts of this week. Temperature right now, 20 degrees, 80% relative humidity. It's 8.31 and a half. Here's Samantha Butler with the half-hour news. The High Court is handling the last group of legal challenges by prosecutors to a lower court's decision to grant bail to 11 pro-democracy figures charged under the national security law. Judge Esther Toe will hear the cases of District Councillors Sam Chern, Calvin Ho, Sitak Loy and Li Yu Shun in four separate hearings. They're among 47 pro-democracy figures charged over their involvement in Allegeco primary vote last year. Eight defendants, including Democrat Helena Wong and District Councillor Clarice Young, are the only ones so far released on bail. The head of a medical concern group is urging people to get vaccinated to stave off a possible fifth wave of COVID infections. Dr David Lamb, the chairperson of Medical Conscience, who also runs a vaccination centre, said the government should allow more people with chronic illness to be vaccinated. Yesterday, authorities said they would expand the list of groups eligible for a vaccine, which presently includes people aged 60 and over and workers in high-risk jobs, such as in health, gym and public transport sectors. Dr Lamb said Hong Kong was slow to inoculate its population including uh, compared to places such as Britain and the United States. He dismissed concern over adverse incidents following the jabs. Adverse events after immunisation is a worldwide problem. You hear these problems all everywhere in the States, in the United Kingdom and recently in Europe. So actually you have to do investigation, look at the numbers, compare it to the background, morbidity and mortality before you can tell. And so far, all evidence doesn't point to an increase in incidence of these complications after inoculation. So overall, there is no uh, hard and fast evidence that they are related. Most recently, around the world, Ireland and the Netherlands have suspended the use of the AstraZeneca vaccine because of concern over reports of blood clots in Norwegian recipients. AstraZeneca has robustly defended its vaccine and the European and UK regulators have said the link between the vaccine and blood clots hasn't been confirmed.
Around 680 residents have been tested in seven buildings in central and western during overnight lockdowns. Authorities say results from one sample are still being verified. The lockdown was lifted around 7 o'clock this morning. It was the second night in a row that there was a lockdown in central and western. 30 buildings were also given compulsory testing notices, including two schools in Kowloon Tong, a kindergarten in Yunlong and a bank in the International Commerce Centre in Kowloon. You're listening to the news on RTHK. Good morning and welcome to Backchat. I'm Hugh Tewerton. Your co-host today is Mike Rouse. Mike, good morning to you. And good morning, you. Today, once again, we're talking about COVID-19. Health authorities said yesterday they're expecting more cases to emerge from the outbreak originating from a gym cluster in Saiyingpun, which has now been linked to more than 100 confirmed cases. And the government says it will lower the age limit for people to sign up for COVID-19 inoculations, while also adding more high-risk groups to the eligible list. Many of the expanded priority lists will also be spared, providing proof of employment to cut down on administrative procedures. Twelve further vaccination centres also open tomorrow, and the government will also start giving jabs to athletes and staff at the Sports Institute from next week. Meanwhile, a 70-year-old woman has died nine days after receiving the Sinovac vaccine. She's the fourth person in the SAR to die after doing that. How is the vaccination program going then overall? What is the reason for the relatively slow progress, uh, which at this rate would take years for Hong Kong? Do we need now to tighten social distancing measures? Again, how are sports and fitness faring? Let us know your thoughts. You can leave a message on our Facebook page. That's Backchat and RTHK Radio 3. You can email us, backchat at rthk.hk, or you can call us, of course, on our number is 233 88266 233 88266 just before we get into the uh, covid um some uh, emails relating to our discussion uh, last week uh, about uh, uh, political developments and uh, we had uh, Regina Ip uh, joining us some um, some comments and Alan says uh, Hugh is stating the blue position. You pandems oppose the CCP, so it's all your fault. The violence was not a policy or choice made by pandems. It was quite deliberately provoked by the government. Police and their triad proxies started all the violence. If the pandems had just laid back and pocketed what they are offered in 2014, as we hear advocated over and over, we would be in the same position as we are now. Totally unrepresentative government, but they would have the veneer of democracy. The repression is now naked and undeniable. That's from Alan. Uh, name and address supplied, says after listening to Regina Ip's comments about having to be a patriot to stand for an elective body, she was quite happy to quote references from 1850 and Hitler, but she can't be considered a patriot because she didn't quote Chairman Mao. Uh, Andrew Kay says, I came to Hong Kong in 1953 and those jerks, most of whom have never even been to Hong Kong, are now telling me how oppressed I am, not to mention that their own countries are slowly slipping down the toilet. China is correct. Mind your own business. None of you exhibit any competence in running a country. The homeless problem in America is a clear example, not to mention India. Canada's population is slightly bigger than Hong Kong and Shenzhen. Japan is a dying economy and they think they have a message for us. I don't think so. That's from Andrew Kay. 
And uh, on today's topic, uh, E says, or Erna says, uh, Dear Backchat team, today I had my first BioNTech vaccination at the Lychee Cock Park Sports Centre. The process was very efficient, the vaccination painless, and though I am 76 years old, I had no side effects. I would like to encourage those with a wait-and-see attitude to get vaccinated as soon as possible, not just for their own protection and the protection of others, but for the good of Hong Kong. We will not be able to beat the pandemic unless 70% of the population will have been vaccinated. Neither our airline, Cathay Pacific, the hotels, the tour industry and all related business, etc. will be able to survive if the pandemic will not be beaten by the end of this year. It's in our hands to accomplish this through vaccination. Thank you for sharing my appeal. That comes from Erna. Joining us now is Dr. Pan Pei Cho, Vice Chair of the Federation of uh, Trade Unions. Uh, and uh, others uh, will be joining us later in the programme as well. Dr. Pan, good morning to you. Hello, Dr. Good Pan. Morning. Good morning, Mike. Uh, hello. Hello. Yeah. Thank, thanks for, for for joining us again. First of all, what what, what do you make of this uh, the the outbreak uh, in the gym? Uh, uh, it's uh, uh, you know a familiar kind of pattern, isn't it? This sort of super spreader uh, events. Um, what do you think of the lessons? Sure. <clears throat> um, I think that um, the, the lesson is that um, uh, I think the I mean. This actually, this outbreak reminds us of the say previous ballroom outbreak uh, that happened uh, say I think more than half a year ago, and uh, I think the, the 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 reason being people are not using their mask uh, when they were in the, uh, the enclosed space, and then these people uh, were very active. They go from uh, different gyms to to other gyms. So in other words, uh, uh, say. We have a group of socially very active people and who uh, gather in an enclosed uh, environment and they don't use masks uh, when they were uh, in doing activities. That um, uh, we have to look at, uh, say, the possibility of, uh, say, asking these people to use masks when they were doing gym exercise. I know this may be difficult and this may limit their uh, ability to, to perform uh, but I think that for the sake of public, uh, say, health, uh, I think this is something that we need to consider. Yes. Yeah. Good morning, Dr. Pan. I'm I'm a gym user, but I only go to one gym, and it is very difficult, as you I say, guess. to do the exercises mm. to the full extent possible with the mask on. I, I can. Mm. Uh, it's okay, think, just yeah. about covering your mouth, but uh, covering your nose as well is uh, well. Ah. It, seems to be a recipe for another health problem. <laughs> well, let me put it this way. Um, I think it, it really depends on the kind of uh, that you're doing. Uh, for example, if you are, say, walking briskly on a treadmill, then uh, uh, that should be okay. But if you are running, I think it may be difficult. Uh, I am also uh, have some very regular uh, exercise uh, that it's actually possible to improve, uh, say, breathing. If you say, if you uh, draw air through your mouth and then you breathe out through your nose, so in this way, this decreases the depth. Uh, the say, uh, the the air is uh, uh, say the source air is coming uh, in again. But that's my personal view. I, I mean, this is not based on medical evidence. Um, but I think that, uh, say, people may, say, consider, say, doing more outdoor exercise right. uh, where it's much easier to keep social distancing. Yeah. That was going to be and my follow-up. Plenty of fresh air. Yes. 
uh, fresh air. <laughs> yeah. what, what about these? Um, I'm still worried about the uh, Sinovac because it. I, I like the idea of a vaccine that was developed using traditional technology that is uh, based on yeah, a dead yeah. virus. Um, but we have, I think, okay. we've had uh, six deaths. Oh, two of them have been investigated. No link. And the other four, I think, still under uh-huh. in, investigation. The, the thing that jumps off the page to me is that it, the mainland is not using the Sinovac to uh, vaccinate its own over 60s. Do, do we know any more about that? Why, well, why is that? Okay. Now, can I put it this way? Now, as far as I know, uh, the mainland has a different policy or strategy right, for uh, giving vaccination because they have uh, very well controlled uh, the coronavirus inf- infection. Right. So uh, what they are doing is to say uh, to give um, the vaccination to people who uh, have to go overseas or who have to work at the border checkpoint, uh, who have to handle, say, uh, goods uh, coming from outside. Uh, so these are basically young and fit people, right? And uh, so they, they put old, older people, uh, say, uh, uh, say a lower priority because, first of all, because when developing the vaccines, people won't, say, try them on old people, right? Mm. Uh, because that may cause some ethical concerns. So the, the studies were mainly con- uh, conducted among young people. So if you don't have enough uh, statistics, then you better avoid giving it to, to older people. That That's the mainland strategy. But for the rest of the world, because uh, the infection is not under control, right? And so older people, uh, when they contracted the virus, uh, they are at higher risk of uh, of dying. Right. Mm. So as a result, uh, for the rest of the world, most other countries have uh, given older people a higher priority right, for have, having the injection. So it's basically that means different exposing priori- these people to a little mm. bit of risk. It's basically different priorities yeah. for according to the circumstances. Yeah, different strategy as well. Look, your explanation is very, yes. very coherent and logical. Why isn't there someone from the government coming out and giving that? <laughs> you have to ask the government. But talking about the deaths now, I think up to the present moment, we have, say, something like six deaths, right? And the majority of the people uh, who have received vaccination, I think maybe up to this point, we may have near to, say, 200,000 people who have received the vaccination. I've actually done some calculation on the, say, first half month, that means 15 days uh, since we started to have the vaccination. And uh, but tell you what, say every day we have people uh, in Hong Kong dying from say uh, various reasons, right? Oh. And uh, say people who die from sudden deaths, right? Even sudden deaths. Well, there 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 are say uh, number up to say um, say uh, uh, I think we we can expect. Uh, something like uh, 100, uh, more than 100 deaths, right? Uh, so, sorry, sudden deaths would be about, say, 25 cases per day, right? And then during this period of time, we have only, say, um, six deaths, right, uh, uh, for people who have vaccinated, right? I think uh, more than half of them are sort of older people, right? So we would expect the death rate to be much higher than six Right. Mm. So in fact, there's only six cases. It means that it's actually below average, 
So I won't say that the vaccines right, uh, are causing extra deaths. Right. Well, you're a doctor. Do you advise me to get vaccinated yeah. quickly? <laughs> okay. Now, if you ask me my personal view, right, I'm not, I'm not a specialist in this field, but right. my personal view is uh, I think uh, it's, it's, uh, it's wise to have the vaccination early, right? But say if something happens to someone who just received a vaccination, I think most, most likely it is because they have some uh, underlying illness right, which predisposed them to, uh, say, to death, right, sudden deaths, right? We have people who died every day, right, because mm. uh, suddenly, right, because of their underlying illnesses. The fact that they just had the vaccine uh, will give the vaccine a bad name, but otherwise, uh, it's not increasing their risk from the from the figures that I have seen. It's yeah. not a direct connection. So not, that's the, yes, not so, necessarily. A direct yeah, and and the, sure, that's right. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Uh, also, so unless we see more deaths, right? otherwise I'm not, not that alarmed. Yeah. Okay. Well, also joining us is uh, uh, Dr. Henry Young, founding president of the Hong Kong Doctors' Union. Dr. Young, good morning to you and thanks for, morning, for, for, yeah. for, for joining us again. Um, so as we've been hearing, the progress of the vaccination program is very slow. Um, we're talking about it taking years to uh, you know, achieve a significant event in Hong Kong at this rate. Why do you think that is so slow? Is it the organization is it the number of of stations is it the the people the restrictions on who is allowed to get the vaccine now is it mistrust over the the vaccines and fear that there will be significant side effects what do you think or a combination of those i think from the very beginning that we have heard very soon that only about 40 percent of population will opt for the vaccine in the very first beginning. Mm. And afterwards, we have such uh, un- un- unwanted uh, events coming out uh, during this uh, vaccination program. And uh, that's like what Bola Pan has said. What is happening is related uh, to the vaccination. We actually don't know. It may not be related. Actually, I've been working in the OH homes, and the consent for those... Uh, of people that they, 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 they offer the vaccine according to the uh, uh, the governing committees in the OH homes. There are only 5% of these uh, residents in the OH homes are willing to get vaccinated because of the uh, reported events. And uh, wow. because uh, actually uh, the government is, I think, is uh, according to the expert opinions, is balancing the risk and the benefit from this vaccine to the old people. Because actually, if old people contracted the COVID, uh, the chance of uh, mortality is very high. And that's why they are, uh, uh, vaccinate uh, these people first. And, but if, if, the, if the events of the, of the uh, bad events are coming up, uh, uh, coming up uh, uh, in, the, in, this, in this time of day, and uh, if we going to vaccinate the OH homes, uh, which I have uh, told the government not, not to uh, do it uh, slightly because uh, these OH homes residents, they, they, uh, there are a number of people dying every day and this will be uh, talked by the media related to the vaccination mm. and that's not a good impression for them and this will delay the vaccination of the whole progress. That's why I'm uh, convincing the government to vaccinate 
all of the uh, population from uh, from the age of 18 and uh, to boost up the vaccination in order to show the children, uh, uh, the citizens that uh, the the, the un, 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 unwanted effects may not be related to the vaccine. Right. That's what we have to uh, consider. And we need and, we uh, need to have some yeah. perspective, like Dr. Pan just gave us, on the number of yeah. de- deaths every day, including yeah, yeah. including southern deaths. We we don't seem to have that context being drawn uh, in the media. Yeah, I think the government has to do some works on the statistics of southern deaths and natural deaths of people in Hong Kong mm. as compared uh, to those happening in this. Uh, uh, past two weeks to see whether uh, there's a rising of deaths related uh, to this vaccination period. If there's no rising number of deaths related to this vaccination period, when then we can we can say for sure that uh, this uh, vaccination may not be related to the uh, unwanted effects on certain deaths. And uh, actually, uh, for the for for how can we find the uh, there is a direct cause of the vaccine related mm. to uh, deaths or even for the virus policy for the ecological deficit. I think we have to take a long, long time to establish the relationship, if there's any. That's the problem. Do you think we're going to head towards uh, vaccine passports? Uh, yeah, I think <laughs> that's, that's one way that we can do to encourage encourage people to take vaccine. Actually, I've taken the vaccine already on the first day of the vaccination program. I, I don't feel anything uh, uh, bad in my body, and uh, I, I have been coming, uh, coming uh, to 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 see some of the patients who have get vaccinated in my clinic coming up for some unwanted side effects like dizziness, dizziness, and headache. And I actually explained to them and examine them afterwards and say to them that it's not related to the vaccine and they are comfortable with that. How about um, employment uh, being a trigger? If we were to say that everyone who works in a restaurant or a hotel has to be vaccinated, are we are we some well, distance away from well, that? Well, that cannot be made mandatory. You know, there, there are conditions that are contrary to the vaccination, like uh, you have and a virus reaction before, and you have some mm. illness that forbid you from taking the vaccine. And that's, that's the problem, yeah. <laughs> Dr. Pan, you have any comment on that? Yes. Okay. Now, maybe I, I can give you a little bit, uh, of, uh, explain clearly the, my, my figures uh, that I have calculated. Now, based on the 2019 uh, statistics, uh, we have, say, Something like, uh, say, uh, the, the statistics for people who died of sudden death, right, is about 25 people per day, right? So, uh, for the whole entire Hong Kong population. And based on this uh, statistics, uh, my calculation is that out of the people who have uh, uh, the vaccine in the first 15 days, well, there should be 43 cases of sudden deaths right, out of 15 days. Uh, the, the fact that we have only four by that stage and then now six cases of uh, deaths, that means that uh, the, the, the group who have vaccination and who died within a short period of time is actually much, much lower than the statistics that we would expect. 
So this, this is my explanation. The second thing is uh, to address your question about, say, people say get vaccinated to get a job. Uh, I don't think the government can enforce something like that and that it's not ethical. But on the other hand, I think some employers may be keen to do that as time goes on. So, so that, that's something that, uh, that people have to consider. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate your your, your calculation and so on, but isn't the, the fact yeah. that with the uh, with, with the Sinovac, um, why don't we have published information? Why don't we have publicly available uh, information about uh, about side effects and about efficacy? Um, that's simply not been made uh, available. It was made. Some information was made available to the expert group in Hong Kong, but that wasn't made public, and that's why the WHO uh, has oh. not approved it. And without that sort of um, serious, uh, proper uh, uh, calculations, uh, uh, that, uh, people will inevitably uh, be questioning, won't they? Okay, I, as far as I know, I have come across information on, the, say, the side effect profile and percent of people who have uh, uh, such side effects for the three types of uh, commonly uh, available vaccines, right? namely the, the Sinovac one and also the, the, the uh, say, uh, um, what is the, 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 uh, the AstraZeneca one as well as the, the other one. So. Um, can, I think can I, I ask come where, across those figures, do, but I... Do you know where I, the Sinovac yeah. information came from? Did you? Where did that come from? I I don't know, because I only uh, look at those uh, uh, charts, right? So they, mm. I didn't go into the details. As, I think probably come, coming from their, say, uh, phase three studies uh, completed well, in... Uh, exactly, in the phase three right. studies have not been made yeah. available, have they? That's the, that's the whole point. That was the bone of contention, wasn't it? That's why the WHO is not giving no. approval. Now, as far as I know, the phase three uh, data were available to the advisory committee, right? Yeah, exactly, uh, yeah. I, as far as I know, it hasn't been published uh, as such, right, in the, in the say, peer-reviewed journal. Yeah. Yeah. But if it was, then people might have more confidence. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yes, I think the advisory committee should, uh, say, release more information and let the public know, say, uh, what, what the, the, the data they have in hand. Right? Because even the Russian one has been peer-reviewed in the Lancet, mm. which is why Sputnik mm. 5, which is not on offer in Hong Kong, of course, is actually quite popular take-up. Yes. I think the, the reason for the Chinese vaccine is that they have to rely on, the, say, phase-free studies to be done, the, say, in other countries. Right. Because uh, China has run out of active cases, right? So that, that is uh, the, the problem. So, uh, so in that sense, they have to, uh, first of all, collate uh, the data and then uh, before writing up, submit, submitting it, right? So that takes time. It, it's done in different parts of the world. So... That's, that's my understanding. Brazil yeah. and the UAE, I think, for example. Uh, I think also in Turkey, I think. Yes. Those are the three main users of the, the Sinovac. But yep. not China itself, because they don't have very many active cases now. That, that, that's, that's, yeah, that's right, yeah. Dr. Young, what, what about the sort of logistical arrangements? Are there enough vaccination I, I, centres I, and so on? I, I, I'm afraid that we are in the, the Hong Kong citizens are in part of the phase two trial, I think. Well, that's what some doctors are saying, yeah. Oh, you think we're part of the trial? <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs>
Okay. What, what, what about the arrangements when it comes to the number of, of uh, uh, places to get vaccination, the number of people doing vaccinations uh, in Hong Kong? It seems like we're just moving very slowly uh, in that respect as well. I think the places for vaccination are good enough. Uh, they have in the private clinics that should be situated in every part of the, of the Hong Kong. And with a lot of uh, vaccination centers, I think that's, that's already good enough. And actually, the vaccination centers are taking up only less than 1,000 uh, ejects per day. It's uh, less, than, less than one half of, uh, of, of, uh, of, of what government has uh, has wants to do so, 20, uh, 2,500 jacks a day. I think uh, uh, for the slow uh, injection way, uh, uh, the, the centers and the private clinics can go with. Actually, uh, in the private clinics, about uh, 40% have dropped out from the vaccination uh, after being uh, 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 registered for the vaccination. And they, the, the 40% uh, of the people are just uh, trying to uh, wait and see, and what happens before they they will get vaccinated later on, and that's that's the current thinking of people in Hong Kong. Okay, a, a few emails. Uh, someone who signs himself "Getting Fit Jeff," "Getting Fitter Jeff," says, "You are all using the wrong masks. I use an electronic mask that sucks in the air through a filter, and I do very physical physiotherapy and gym. I find this easy to breathe than not wearing a mask. You should try them." I've never heard of those. Have you? Electric masks? Uh, that, nope. That breathe it in? Like Darth Vader? Sounds uh, like an S, oxygen mask, isn't it? S says, uh, tell this doctor not to compare ordinary statistics with COVID deaths. Uh, even one death due to the vaccine uh, is too many. Uh, and uh, Eve says, last, time, last year around this time, uh, we heard one, it's just a stronger flu, around 20k die of the flu every year. No big deal, this will pass. Two, it affects older people with comorbidities. Taking the Sinovac vaccine has the same warning for this group. They are still at risk of death. That is uh, from uh, Eve. Thank you very much in, indeed for that. Mike says, while training, overtraining is a concern, breathing through the nose only has been studied extensively and is the body's way to regulate themselves. Many thanks to our guests in the first part of the programme there. To Dr Pampe Cho, Vice Chair of the Federation of Trade Unions, and Dr Henry Young, who's president of the, uh, founding, sorry, founding president of the uh, Hong Kong Doctors' Union. Others are going to be joining us after the news. We're going to be talking about the sports uh, world as well uh, in Hong Kong. The weather, mainly cloudy. Some sunny periods, 20 degrees at the moment. Relative humidity is now at 78%. You're listening to the news on RTHK. Back. This is Backchat on a Monday morning, first one of the week with the Mike Rouse and me, Hugh Tewitt, and we're talking about aspects of uh, COVID-19, the vaccination programme, the outbreak uh, at the gym. We'll be talking about the sports world uh, as well uh, in a moment. We're joined by uh, Frank Fu, Emeritus Professor in the Department of uh, Sport and Physical Education at the uh, Baptist University. Um, uh, the government has said that they are going to uh, start uh, uh, inoculating uh, people at the, uh, the uh, Hong Kong uh, Sports Centre. Uh, ahead of the um to facilitate their their, their uh, uh participation in the uh olympics and of course the uh, uh i think uh the there's an outbreak at the football club uh, as well wasn't there there's some cases I wouldn't the say football an outbreak. Club. Uh, there's been one uh, from time to time there is one of a member who then uh they close the whole thing for two days 
and and completely spray it and clean it up. Yeah, let me get back to you on that. I did see something about that, about the uh, what happened at the football club. Uh, anyway, and uh, also with us now is uh, Dr Alvin Chan, uh, co-chairman of the Advisory Committee on Communicable Diseases at the Hong Kong Medical uh, Association. Uh, please join in by emailing back, chat at rthk.hk, or by calling us on 233-88266. Uh, nothing on our Facebook page, I don't think. Anyone chipping in there? No, I can't see anything. Uh, but uh, quite a few uh, emails uh, on this and uh, other subjects. We'll, we'll, we'll put the politics right at the, at the end. Um, S uh, says, if there are positive cases identified in a residential building, then is it compulsory for the management company to inform the residents about the exact unit and block in which the said resident resides? It seems like some buildings management companies are not revealing this vital information. Um, uh, S says it was uh, announced over the weekend that China will relax visa application requirements for foreign visitors having received a vaccine that was made in China. I've not heard about whether the BioNTech vaccine that's been approved for use in Hong Kong and presumably by the central authorities will enjoy the same benefit. Can you help to clarify? Will we find ourselves having a two-tier system for the residents of Hong Kong where those opting for the Sinovac vaccine, i.e. patriots, are given privilege over others. Privilege aside, do we know whether the BioNTech vaccine will be recognised at all by the central authorities? This will be an important consideration for those, including pilots, who need to travel to China. Why has this not been discussed? That uh, is uh, from uh, S. Uh, Mike says, uh, Google Dr. Geert van den Bosch and his warning about the dangers of taking a vaccine in the middle of a pandemic. It's not conspiracy theory hogwash. I have run this, run this past a number of medical experts and they have the same questions as Dr. Bosch. Uh, during the pandemic, we should be focusing on therapeutics. After the pandemic, we can focus on traditional vaccinations like the attenuated virus method, as we previously did. As he says, this is the wrong weapon in this war on COVID. Uh, that is uh, from Mike. Uh, I should just clarify, Dr. Git uh, van den Bosch uh, is not a medical doctor. Uh, in fact, he's a vet. Uh, someone who says they're a worried parent says, on the weekend, a Facebook post was widely circulated among expat parents in Hong Kong claiming that children admitted to COVID wards were restrained by vests to their beds, didn't have nappies changed more than three times a day, were not helped to eat, had bed sheets covered in food and mess, didn't get showers or baths for two weeks and weren't given any change of clothes. Uh, many parents are extremely worried about what happens at public hospitals if their kids are sick. I personally don't think this could be true, but is anyone able to confirm how children with COVID are treated in the hospital? Uh, people will continue to avoid testing if they think their children won't be cared for uh, in hospital. That comes uh, from uh, a worried parent. Um, Dr Chan, uh, do you know anything about that? Uh, have there actually been children with COVID in, in, in Hong Kong? Do you know any cases? <coughs> well, uh, good, morning. good morning. I think, uh, of course, uh, children were not that much infected in Hong Kong. Confirmed cases uh, in Hong Kong mainly adults. Um, so, But, of course, there could be confirmed positive cases and uh, of children. Anyway, those are usually only mild with 
very few symptoms, not the severe ones like the multi-system uh, hyperinflammatory disorder as witnessed in other countries and ethnicity in the other parts of the world. But anyway, those children admitted into the public hospitals, the parents could not visit them. I think that must cause worry anxiety of the parents. But I think, um, well, the children um, must have been cared for by the nurses and also by the other ward assistants in the public hospitals that I have uh, really full confidence. Uh, I don't think uh, that would be um, uh, something to uh, really worry about. But of course, how how, how, how good they are as, as a carer and cleaner compared to their own parents. Of course, I don't know, but uh, I think uh, the children in the public uh, hospitals, they should be well cared of. And uh, about the other question, some um, audience, had, uh, the listeners had uh, asked about uh, whether uh, in mainland China, um, beyond tech, would be mm. recognized or not? Well, I, I think for 100%, that I think would be, because Fosun, Fosun mm. is the company in a pharmaceutical in China that's responsible for the marketing and sales of BioNTech in China. So they, they, they recognize that, of course. And then uh, for your information, in fact, uh, since last year, the um, military um, research institute in China had already uh, started research on mRNA vaccine and also uh, adenovirus carried um, uh, DNA vaccine against COVID-19. Uh, so, in fact, they are almost successful. Uh, I mean, um, Convidia is the vaccine about the uh, adenovirus carried um, uh, COVID-19 uh, DNA virus, uh, vaccine like the AstraZeneca uh, Oxford vaccine, which had already been uh, sent to um, medical for um, emergency use already. And uh, the other vaccine in progress being produced in China is an mRNA vaccine, which had been announced in January that they had already uh, been uh, in uh, phase two uh, research, phase one and phase two research, and they are going to finish uh, phase three research this year, producing uh, an mRNA vaccine like the <clears throat> like the BioNTech one or the Moderna one. So uh, in China, we are not really against mRNA vaccine at all. Uh, in the contrast, they are producing. They are aiming at producing. Um, uh, 120 million um, mRNA vaccines like this uh, every year in the future. And so uh, please don't uh, smear the mRNA vaccine just because you are patriotic. So it's, it's just contrary to our plans in, 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 in uh, uh, their plans uh, in, the, uh, in, in, in the mainland. So I think uh, it is not true that uh, China won't recognize uh, or approve mRNA vaccine if you want to go to China. Right. And, and in fact, what you're saying, telling us, is that BioNTech specifically is being distributed in this part of the world by a mainland company. 
Uh, in China. In China, uh, yes. They, yeah, yeah. Fosun. Fosun is the uh, company that distributes um, a market uh, beyond tech in, in Hong Kong, in Taiwan, supposed to be, and also mainland China. Uh, whereas Pfizer is the marketing representative of BioNTech uh, in places other than China. Now, does our BioNTech come from the mainland or come from Germany? Germany. Uh, they are having a discussion and negotiation that Shanghai is going to also manufacture mRNA vaccines from BioNTech, uh, you know, uh, in mainland China, just as uh, the Bharat. Uh, uh, was producing uh, beyond that in India, and right. also uh, COVID Shield is uh, the uh, uh, Oxford uh, AstraZeneca one in India. They 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 are negotiating this, but as far as I know, this has not come into fact. So, so Doctor Chen, so I'm clear, the BioNTech here being used for vaccination here is mainland from or, or is from Germany? From Germany. Okay. Uh, from Germany. It's not yet produced in mainland yet, as far as I know. No. Okay, thank you. <clears throat> Just, yeah, to, just to cl clarify a couple of things then. The, 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 report, uh, the report about the um, uh, uh, children uh, being treated, uh, I, I, you know, I, I can't vouch for it, but it's, uh, it's pretty detailed and it, does, it has a particular name and it's, uh, it refers to the uh, Queen Mary. It seems pretty specific oh. uh, for, what that, for what that's worth. Um, and um, for the, for the uh, football club... Um, this is just going by the uh, report in the South China Morning Post. A, a rugby player uh, from the club uh, who have frequented that gym uh, has tested preliminary positive, uh, while about 45 individuals from the club are accepting a call from the CHP. Um, uh, so two Valley RFC women's hockey players have also been infected. Uh, and it also says um, that... Uh, uh, multiple members of the sports community have been uh, uh, impacted, including an entire under-12 girls team from an unnamed club. Um, there isn't much more detail uh, about that. Uh, at the same time, the government has said that they are going to start uh, uh, giving vaccinations to uh, people at the Hong Kong um, uh, Sports Centre. Uh, professor Fu joins us now, Emeritus Professor Frank Fu in the Department of Sport and Social and Physical Education at the Baptist University. Uh, Mr. Fu, good morning to you. Good morning. Hi, thanks very much indeed for, for joining us again. Um, sure. So this, the, the gym outbreak, first of all, that's, that's quite worrying, isn't it, for people involved in fitness and, and the sports community? Yes, of course. But uh, so far, we're lucky there's only one, one centre. Hmm. You know, there are so many uh, centres open and uh, they seem to be operating OK. Hmm. Uh, what, what about the, uh, the decision to uh, start vaccinations at the, uh, at the sports centre? What's the, what's the idea there? What's the thinking? Well, I, I think that's a very uh, uh, courageous move to require everyone to be vaccinated, uh, especially the, uh, the workers there. Uh, I think most, most, most centre owners and, uh, will comply. But having the staff vaccinated and tested is, is a good thing. Okay, uh, but there are several things already uh, taken uh, required by the government. Okay, like temperature check, cleaning, cleaning hand with alcohol, uh, doing the home leave home safe re re registration. 
uh, wa- washing the equipment facility uh, every time they are used, uh, maintaining safe distance. They're all good measures, but there are some great area which uh, <laughs> the user or the staff have to be more careful. Uh, for example, uh, wearing face masks, you know, and um, you know that uh, if you do gym, if you do the aerobic, uh, uh, you know, on the treadmill, on the on the bicycle, if you don't, uh, people tend to be uh, reluctant to wear face masks because it, it, it's hard to breathe. But if you don't wear them, uh, these guys, when they are on the aerobic equipment, they are pumping out more air, you know. Uh, regularly, we sit down, we breathe around 16, 18 times per minute. But if they are exercising on a bicycle and treadmill, they are breathing about 40 to 50 times a minute. So they are pumping more air, they are breathing more air into the environment. And uh, it's just similar to the restaurant outbreak. When people take their face masks off and they start talking and eating, uh, their chance of pollution and infection increase. So I think. It come back to the basic thing is that we never require the gym to have a ventilation test because now the latest outbreak in the restaurant mean said that that the ventilation are below standard. You know, they should six times clean air every hour, or whatever. But then we never measure or look at the air ventilation at the gym or at the fitness center. So, so ventilation well, that, is a critical factor. We've got, we got, well, we got a comment on Facebook from uh, Lowe. Uh, he says gym rooms should be closed. Their equipment are shared frequently and indoor environments increase the risk of transmission. Right. Maybe we should just exercise outdoors, not, not in gyms at all. For the aerobic exercise, but not for the weight, uh, okay, lifting yeah. weight and all this. You know? So that's the difference there. The, the government uh, didn't seem to differentiate the difference that the gym operate, you know, for example, you have holding yoga clubs. The stretching that's very low, doesn't increase a lot of breathing rate. But if you ask, allow people to do aerobic exercise on the treadmill, on the bicycle ecometer, or rowing ecometer, they're bound to be pumping a lot of air out, you know. So I think that those stations, aerobic station, needs to be uh, catered for. And also one thing, we reduce the ca- capacity of restaurant to half during those times, but we never talk about capacity at the gym. Shouldn't they also be reduced to half the number? I think they, some the, of them have been. For example, but, but, the distance between the yoga mats has been specified yes. as being greater, and certainly in the gym I use, there some alternate pieces of equipment are blocked off. So that you, know, you, could, you could just switch off the treadmills yeah. and things like I, that. I, 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 I do gym in three or four areas. Yeah, yes, they maintain partition, they maintain social distance. But you have to know that in most commercial uh, fitness center or commercial gym, the instruments are quite close to each right. other, even with the social distancing. So either you, the government come out and say you can only allow... 50% of your normal capacity, or you don't, but they don't say that. Right. They don't say anything about wearing face masks when you're doing aerobic exercise, or they don't do any uh, provision of clean towels. You know, they don't require any, uh, you know, how, how often you have to clean the equipment, uh, all this, you know. Uh, technically, you should clean them every time they've been used. 
But then you mean you, you have to deploy a full-time staff to uh, do that because every time people go on the treadmill, you need to uh, go on the equipment, you have to clean it. And uh, let's say you have 20 stations and the gym is impossible for one or two person to, to, to clean the equipment every time someone uses it, right? So these are all costs, if, you know, implicated. So I, I think... And of course, you know, uh, the, the owners, I'm very conscious they don't want to keep the uh, gym open, which I'm sympathetic. I think we need to exercise. Otherwise, our, our immune system will deteriorate, and then our immunization system is the best defense against the COVID-19 virus, you know. So uh, we, we need to do that. I think that exercise is medicine, and I think it's even better than vaccination. Dr. Chen, yeah, you agree? Dr. Chen? Well, of course, uh, exercise is very important for our immune defense system. But I think uh, vaccination is a specific measure that would control the spread of the uh, illness now. And uh, I think uh, you take Israel as the uh, example. It's a real-life uh, experience that uh, the uh, vaccination there after um, vaccination of the citizens, the admission rate to the hospital, the mortality rate there of the vaccinated people had much increased, increased as 94% as in the phase three trial in, in the uh, vaccine. So I think that is a real-time uh, proof to the efficacy of uh, vaccination. So I think uh, no doubt about it. Um, I think the problem is that we need to have the herd immunity uh, to achieve that, uh, like Israel, which achieved it uh, within three months. And in Hong Kong, if the rate of uh, vaccination now in Hong Kong uh, really keeps uh, like the present uh, atmosphere in Hong Kong, uh, it might take years to have uh, the herd immunity, and then it's meaningless. So I think we should educate the public um, and also to uh, stop the um, untrue, um, I mean, the fallacious uh, uh, smearing campaign against uh, vaccination. Uh, but I totally agree with uh, Professor Frank Fu about the need to um, upkeep the uh, ventilation requirement and also the um, rules to limit the uh, use of uh, uh, aerobic uh, exercise equipment in the gym. And also, uh, I think, in fact, to me, mandatory vaccination would be for the carers in the elderly homes. Then if really uh, doing exercises in gym uh, is good for the citizens, then we should also uh, up uphold the necessary precautions in the gyms, even like to have uh, mandatory vaccinations in the staff of the gyms. Why not? Just like we need to have a vaccine passport in order right. to, to, to pass uh, the border. So we, we, if, if that is a good measure and reasonable and not difficult to achieve, then I think it could be a measure because exercise is so important. I agree that exercise is medicine. But also vaccination is also important. Both could be carried out together. Okay, some uh, emails. 
David says, I know living in Hong Kong for some is a competitive sport, but during COVID-19, nearly 99% of gym goers at the Ursus Fitness were expats, many from the financial and legal sector, training without masks, ignoring all social distancing rules. It's not that they didn't know. We're dealing with COVID-19 over a year. Don't blame the government for prolonged business shutdowns and restrictions with endless whining on RTHK. It's thanks to selfish idiots like these that we are now facing a potential fifth wave. That's from uh, David. Doug says, please note that according on death rates after vaccinations, please note that according to the research paper, mortality rates and cause of death patterns in a vaccinated population, published in 2013 in the American Journal of Preventive Medicine, the mortality rate within 60 days following vaccination was 442.5 deaths per 100,000 person years. The highest death rates were in persons of 85 and greater. Only a synopsis of the paper is available online unless one subscribes to the journal, which I do not. And being a layman, I don't know how person years are defined. Possibly one of your experts could clarify and comment on the findings reported uh, in the article. Uh, I don't know if anyone knows about that. It's 2013. Is that still up to date? And does it depend on the vaccination, Doug? Um, CW says uh, on vaccination deaths, surely in the law of averages, you should eventually have the same number of deaths with Pfizer-BioNTech as we have with Sinovac. For Sinovac, what is the number of deaths in China? Question mark. None? Uh, Question mark. Uh, Mike says, read it right, Hugh. Breathing through the nose only benefits, not breathing through the nose only benefits, with reference to my last email. Jeez. And uh, Mike uh, also says um, uh, on Dr. Geert van den Bosch, Hugh dismisses this PhD that's worked for the Bill and Linda Gates Foundation on their worldwide vaccine program, studied research and worked in the virology field for the past 30 years. His credentials are beyond repute, but as Hugh read my email, he's only a vet, so as not to give him credibility. Google him, as I suggested, read, study and stay informed. As Balaam heard truth from a donkey, don't shoot the messenger, study learns truth. Uh, And Alan says, uh, reading out Mike's political QAnon nonsense is bad (laughs) enough, but giving any platform to his wackiness about vaccines is dangerous. This does surpass the shouting fire in a crowded theatre limit for free speech. Uh, John says, hi, worried parents should stop reading utter trash on Facebook. Hong Kong healthcare workers are super professional and completely trustworthy. That's uh, in relation to those that uh, report of um, uh, poor treatment at the, uh, the uh, Queen Mary Hospital that was uh, being circulated earlier, as we discussed. And uh, uh, Bernadette says, after the taking the vaccine, do we still have to comply uh, with testing whenever the government demands? That's a question from Bernadette. I, I don't know the answer. I think we should have. A, we should get an answer. Mm. But the, um, it seems to be that the athletes are, are, are being vaccinated so that they can go to the Olympic Games, which is a requirement of Tokyo. Isn't that the case? Uh, that's my understanding. Professor Fu, is that right? Do you know? Yeah, yes, uh, I think that's that's yeah. been suggested. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> but you have to understand that I understand. I completely agree with Dr. Chen that vaccination is important, testing is important, and exercise is equally important. For the athletes, they should get vaccinated and tested earlier because 
I've been vaccinated. I've been tested twice, and I exercise. But there are some mild effect, mild effect from vaccination. So uh, let's be true about it. It's not uh, lethal. It's not deadly. But you do have some mild reaction from vaccination for a week or so. Right. But you have to get used to it. But I'm exercising three, four times a week. I've been tested twice, and I had vaccinated ten days ago. So I'm okay. I'm okay. But I support the vaccination. But I think the testing programs is important too. You need to be tested to be reassured that you 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 are free. But the vaccination will take time. And uh, like Doctor said, Chen, you know, we uh, I agree the risk uh, the the benefit to risk ratio is much now, much greater. Supposing oh, you're, uh, you know. you're you're a close contact of a yes. confirmed uh, COVID nineteen patient, and you should be sent off. Uh, to one of these uh, centres for two weeks. What if you've been vaccinated already? Does that still apply to you? I think that yes. was that was the question. Does does the vaccination exempt you from having to? Um, well, you have to take uh, the first vaccination will increase your 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 defence a little bit. You after the second, second, second vaccination. You're not 100 percent proof. You you are about 50, 60 percent in some vaccine and some 60, 80 percent in the other vaccine. You are not 100 percent. You still can be You still can be. You know. You still can have the virus. You know. But you are protected better. Okay, uh, and uh, email, wow. uh, email from uh, E, thank you very much indeed, who says, oh, uh, COVID-19 cases in Hong Kong among children. Thanks for the information. Uh, it says, uh, has a report from the CHP uh, pointing out there have been close to 500 cases in Hong Kong in children aged uh, between uh, 0 and 9, so uh, under 10, uh, 500 cases in, in Hong Kong. Thanks for that. Um, and... Um, uh, Charles says, I note that many of the listeners are not locals and perhaps they could refer to their home countries where some are in the middle of a vaccination programme, others would like to be, and some have completed a vaccination programme and the results are obvious to all. The number of people who have contracted the virus and who have passed is minimal. The majority of the population have not been affected. We can continue with back chat and the rather pathetic conversations reduced to yoga mats et al. or get with the programme. That is uh, from... Uh, Charles, thanks very much indeed for that. Uh, uh, I think that's uh, uh, all the messages. Oh, yeah, there's one from... Um, this is from <laughs> James, who says, I took the Pfizer-Minelli vaccine. The only side effect is I break out into show tunes. <laughs> Hello, I'm not going to sing these. Hello, how are you? Don't vaccine on my parade. Tomorrow belongs to me. That's from James, who sounds like he's losing it. Thank you very much indeed. To, <laughs> Perhaps it, that's a, one of the side effects. That's one of the, the side effects. So thank you very much indeed to to uh, our guest, to uh, Dr. Alvin Cham there, who's uh, co-chairman of the Advisory Committee on Communicable Diseases of the Medical Association, and uh, Frank Fu, emeritus professor now at the Department of Sport and Physical Education at the uh, Baptist University. Uh, comment from uh, Bowen, who says... Two what-if questions, putting the record straight. Allegations in the last few days in the local English-language media that Hong Kong would probably have been better off if it had accepted the 2003 National Security Bill and the 831 package had not been carefully thought through. The first allegation presumes that the 2020 National Security Law would not have been passed if the 2003 version had been adopted. But the former came about not directly as a result of the rejection of the 2003 bill, but critically because of that 
uh, of that of the extradition bill. The latter bill was also designed to achieve objectives not covered by the 2003 bill, such as the arrests and handling over to the mainland of foreign nationals passing through Hong Kong. As regards the 831 package, Emily Lau disclosed in Backchat that informed sources had revealed that meaningful LegCo reforms would not have followed if the package had been passed, as the track record and present trajectory would affirm. As for CE elections, Hong Kongers will also not be better off under the 831 package than under the current electoral changes. Under both, the CE would be someone approved in advance by an ultimate accountable only to Beijing, with the 831 CE being additionally able to claim having public endorsement. Since draconian legislations can be readily made more draconian and contingent consequential meaningful improvements are only an illusion, pliancy in passing draconian legislative proposals the first time they are made will only ensure hideous insult being added to inevitable injury. That is from Bowen, thank you very much indeed for uh, uh, all your um, many comments today. I want to squeeze in one more from uh, Paisley. He says, not sure this is an accurate reflection of what's been seen in other gyms, but here's an interesting observation. A friend of mine who is a member of an upmarket club uh, in Central, she observed that uh, in her gym, uh, which is predominantly frequented by expats, almost nobody wears a mask other than staff. Conversely, in the jockey club gym in Happy Valley, uh, where most members are uh, local Chinese, mask usage is widespread. Spread, uh, perhaps as high as 50%, even among the younger members. Is there a cultural opposition to using masks? asks Paisley. Thank you very much indeed for that. Mike puts his hand up. Yes, there is a cultural difference. There you have it. The weather mainly cloudy, sunny periods during the day, temperatures up to about 24 degrees. The outlook sunny periods tomorrow, 21 degrees now, relative humidity is at 76%. The government is providing free COVID 19 vaccination for all residents. Priority groups include those who are highly susceptible to infection or have increased risk. You can book online. Vaccination is being offered at community vaccination centers in 18 districts, hospitals, and designated clinics in phases. Outreach service at care homes is also provided. Protect yourself and others. Get vaccinated. Book at covidvaccine.gov.hk. 934, the news now with Samantha Butler. The High Court is handling the last group of legal challenges by prosecutors to a lower court's decision to grant bail to 11 pro-democracy figures charged under the national security law. Judge Esther Toh will hear the cases of District Councillors Sam Cheung, Calvin Ho, Zetak Loy and Li Yushun in four separate hearings. The head of a medical concern group is urging people to get vaccinated to stave off a possible fifth wave of COVID infections. Dr David Lamb, the chairperson of Medical Conscience, who will run a vaccination centre, said the government should allow more people with chronic illness to be vaccinated. And all non-essential businesses, shops and schools have been closed in much of Italy in a bid to contain the spread of the coronavirus. More than half of the country is affected. I'll have more news at 10 o'clock. Stand by for the brew. Uh, sociology prof from the University of Set and Costume Designer, interpreter of Beethoven. As well. oh so shy, quiet and retiring doggy council co-founder of Rockefeller Records. Hello. This is a really quiet dance. It's not really for kids. Good morning. Yeah, well, it's fun, you know. Hello. The side of what's happening behind the myth. Good morning. Inter- interviews and also observations. Absolutely no way. On your radio and live 